you're doing pretty good. What place should I call now? Maybe Carter Three. What up? I'm back. Had a little time after work. Just chilling. Thought, hey, I'm gonna record a fucking podcast. That's what we like to do. We like to hear ourselves talk. <laughs> but yeah, uh, as it relates to this, let's just talk about the Celtics. Uh, that game was pretty good. I was pretty happy. They did what I. They did what they needed to do. Um, yeah, no, I was really happy. Uh, JB, JT, 35 a pop. Can't ask for more on opening night. They really honored Bill Russell. That was nice, but um, in the future, I hope that uh, Wick Grossbeck and Steve Paliuka and the ownership group, whoever is making these decisions, please do not let Aloe Black back in the fucking TD Garden. Nobody, <laughs> unless, that, unless that was Bill's favorite musician. If that was Bill's favorite musician, then I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bill. You have great taste. If it's not, <laughs> please don't let him back. <laughs> don't like. I don't like Aloe Black. But yeah, I'm really happy. Uh, start with big, big thing. Tatum finally getting off to a really good start. I thought I was really happy. He wasn't settling. I mean, in general, I, I don't think this is a matchup that's going to cause. Tatum or Brown must trouble. Let's just, let's just be honest here. Like, P.J. Tucker, Daniel House, James Harden. Really not, you know, a murderer's role of guys who are going to give him trouble. It's not. Let's, let's, let's be honest here. These are not, this is not, you know, the Sixers are not uh, are not going to be a world-class defense here. I, I, don't, I don't know what their path is to that. I know definitely Embiid's got to be better defensively if they're going to be uh, world-class defense. Point blank period. They don't, they don't have the point of attack talent up front to, for him to kind of get away with that lazy shit that he was getting away with uh, when he had Ben and Batiste in front. And Matisse can't play, so we know that for sure. There's no reason to play Matisse uh, if you have PJ Tucker. Because at least PJ's going to shoot some fucking threes, you know, and, you know, do some. You know, useful things off the ball offensively. Set some good screens. He's a smart guy. I'm not a huge fan. Uh, at least now. I mean, he, he had some. He had good moments in Houston. He was good in Milwaukee. He, he's a good player. He's a good player. Not a needle. Not a needle mover. That's what. That's what confused me a little bit better about the, you know, Sixers hype. And you know me. I'm a Celtics fan. There's no way. There's no way I personally am gonna ever believe a Sixers Sixers hype unless, you know, they show me something. When, when the fucking game is better, but, you know, PJ, you know, he's a guy you want on your team, for sure, I'm not gonna deny that, he, you know, good player, smart player, very smart player, I like some of the things he did, uh, just in, you know, keeping the ball movement moving for them, I think, you know, there was a little bit, um, I think there was a little bit of, you know, him not taking shots, which, was a little Ben Simmons ish, but he makes the good he makes good reads out of those. So and, he, and they generated some points, or not? They didn't generate too much points, but they generated open shots. And that was fine. Harden looked pretty good. Um, I think really to me, 
so so here's the thing. You know, he made he had he had 35 and seven. I thought the playmaking with him was fantastic. You know, he's making the right decisions based almost every time. So I, I wasn't mad. I, I'm not. I, I can't be mad. I'm not a fucking Sixers fan, so I don't really care if he's fucking over dribbling the ball. There was a lot of that. Oh, he's dribbling in the air. But to me, that was fine. Uh, I, I do think you know the he's back stuff is a little. A little let's, let's calm down on that. I think. Um, personally, to me, uh, I was happy with the way the Celtics played him. The process to me was fine. I just thought they needed uh, to back off him a little bit. Crown those threes just a little too much. They're acting like he's Steph Curry. He's not. You know what I'm saying? All-time great uh, shot maker, or sorry, not even, I'm gonna say all-time great scorer. Really, the threat with Harden is you don't want to foul him. That's what that's what has got him to where he is. It's the foul. You know, he's not he's 36 career three-point shooting. And yeah, that's impressive on the volume, but you look at it and it's not Clay, it's not Steph, it's not Ray, it's not Nash, you know what I'm saying? It, if he beats you from three, then whatever. If he beats you on step back, whatever. Those are low percentage looks. You give them to him. You, you give it to him, you know? You don't you know, and for his career, he's not shooting. Uh, you know, such an elite percentage on those pull-ups that you need to just, you know, crowd them. Play back a little bit. Play back. Cause what I saw in that game was this is a guy who is not really, I don't know, maybe it's just he wasn't, you know, warmed up or he wasn't really, he didn't know how to test, you know, that hammy or whatever, but he was not trying, he was not trying guys at the rim. He wasn't. I looked at the numbers, he had 13 drives and two shots off those drives. So, this is, you know, he was driving to pass. So really, you could back off him just a little bit, give him some cushion. He hits those threes, he hits those threes, whatever. But you can, and, and when you, and when he drives, play the pass. You know, you know, right now he's driving the pass. He's not driving to go on and finish. And, and Celtics didn't even have their best rim protector up there. So to me, that was a little. That if I'm a Sixer fan, that would raise my attention just a little bit. Wasn't really aggressive on drives. The, the step backs, you know, that was cool. He's making, he's making, he was making threes, whatever. You know, I like the way the Celtics played him. They didn't overreact. If he beats you, he beats you. To me, at this point, I, that's that's how I would play hard. If he beats me, he beats me. Tip your cap. Have a good night. You know, whatever. I love the way defensively they played. The process was great. Um, they knew their personnel. B, he gets the ball. He's not looking to pass. He's looking to score, man. Not only is he looking to score, he's not a, a really he's not an elite IQ offensive player, so he's not like looking two or three passes ahead. He'll make the easy ones. He will. He's got he's, got, he's progressed that far where he can make those easy ones. But man, I I, I watched the game a couple times and I, man, the decisions is just I don't know, man. It, if you want to put him up there with the, you know, the best players in the league, the MVP types, whatever, you can. I, my personally, to me, I heavily value. If you, if you have the ball in the hand, in his hands, if you have the ball in your hands as much as he does, I want to see high level reads. If I'm gonna vote you MVP or top five or whatever, I want to see high level reads. So I know that Steph Curry can make high level reads. I throw two out of. I know Kevin Durant can do that. I know LeBron can do that. I know Giannis Jokic can do that. I know Tatum can do that. I know Kawhi can do that. Uh, 
Joel Embiid has been in the league since however long he's been in the league. I don't know. Come on. <laughs> he's been he's been in it all, a decent while, and he's he's had a very good career, a lot of great progression. He's not the same player he was when he came in. You know, you can't. Uh, you know, the bag the bag has gotten bigger. Don't, don't get me wrong. He is dynamite scorer. He can do a lot of really cool things with the ball in his hands. But to me, uh, in terms of building a championship offense, in terms of winning high-level games versus high-level talent, high-level defenses, he does not rank in my top five. And I'm, you know, I'm, and I'm just I'm gonna be honest. Like I need if I if I my number one guy is making the decisions. Joel Embiid was making last night with the ball in his hand, I would be really scared. I would be very worried about my championship hopes. Because we saw what it took from Tatum and what it took from Brown uh, last year versus two really good defenses. And Sorry, I'm going to say three really good defenses. Just or Sorry, in the East, it took... They, they played two really good defenses that really tested their playmaking, that really tested their ability to make high-level defense high-level decisions quickly and and really adapt to that. I've never seen that from Joel. It's the same game plan that the Celtics had in 2019 and 2018. It's the same game plan they have right now. It is. It, it, it hasn't changed. Trust me, I've watched every single Celtics Sixer game that, that they've played. The game plan is the same. Smart, Tatum, Brown, they all, and Horford, they all know what to do when this guy uh, is in the building. All know what to do. If all four of those guys are on the court, I feel very good. Chan- I, be- I feel very good about my chances with uh, with beating the Sixers. I do. If you have high level, if you have high IQ defenders versus guy, I feel very good. If they know how to time their doubles, if they know, you know what I'm saying. And the Sixers, you know, they, they did a good job uh, in the pick and roll, and I I do I did like that. Uh, that pick and roll with Harden and, and Embiid is tough. It is. And, you know, in any NBA situation, you can't take away everything. But one of the things I like about the Celtics defense is they take away what you like to do and they make you do what you don't like to do. And so Embiid, he does not like to roll. That's not what he wants to do. He wants to get the ball face up, stare at you, give you a little jab step, <laughs> five seconds. He wants to be he wants to be Kobe. He wants to be Dirk. Yeah. But really, he should be I'm not going to try to sound like Shaq, but the, the guy should be rolling. You need to roll. That's your job right now. You're a big man. And I've been a little frustrated watching some of these guys, watching Joel, Anthony Davis. You know, be a fucking big man. <laughs> You're seven feet. You know, It's cool that you can do the step backs and the one legs, but, you know, you're not Dirk. Sorry. You can't shoot like Dirk. So I don't want you to shoot. <laughs> you know? Dirk, Dirk got away with it because that nigga was fucking cash money 50-40-90 nigga. Or I don't think he ever shot 50-40-90. But that nigga was was cash money. KD can fucking do that because he's cash money. Uh, Joel, you're you a good shooter. You're not, you're not a great shooter. So I want you rolling. I don't want you fucking taking six threes a game. Get in the pick and roll part and fucking roll the basket, man. Come on. <laughs> Same with Anthony Davis, nigga. You can't, nigga, you, he can't even shoot as good as Joel Embiid. I don't want you shooting ten jump shots a game, man. Roll to the fucking hoop. That's what I'm saying. I'm, that's all I'm saying. And those guys aren't, you know, Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid. They're not high level decision makers, so I don't want the fucking ball in their hands for ten seconds. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> come on. 
that's a, that's my thing, and that's my thing with the Sixers uh, championship hopes, and and, and kind of envisioning what their path to a title would be. It's hard because I, I just don't see that from Embiid. So, if you want to win a championship, man, you're gonna have to go through at least two or three elite defenses in the playoffs. Point blank, period. Like, <laughs> have we? How do we have the film on Joel Embiid tearing up an elite defense in the playoffs? Consistently, no, we don't. He's beaten who? D'Angelo Russell's Brooklyn Nets. Cool. Uh, he's beaten the Josh Richardson Heat. All right, cool. Uh, who they beat last year? And they, and he beat fucking uh, Precious Achua and the Toronto Raptors. Okay, that's a pretty good defense. But I think I'm pretty sure they were like 15th in defense last year. So. They weren't that good. <laughs> they were okay. They weren't that good. And then when he got, I was, I can't really, you can't really use last year against them. Yeah, whatever. He got hurt. But when the going gets tough versus the elite defenses, the fucking the game, the playbook is out there. Everybody in the league knows what you can and cannot do versus Joel and B. He know they know what he can and cannot do. I'm sorry, that's what I meant to say. They know. What kind of passes he can make, they know what kind of decisions he can make. And I don't know. If you want to be a championship team, you need to be a little bit more versatile. You do. I look at Miami. Jimmy Butler, you put two to him, and he's gonna find an open man. You don't put two to him, he's gonna go, he's gonna go and score. Put him off ball, he's gonna he's gonna cut, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? There's you can put him in different places where it's not just one type of defense for Jimmy Butler. There's there's no like okay, this is how we do it, and this he's gonna get his you know he's gonna get his fucking money somehow. He's gonna find a way to get his fucking money, and he's gonna do it efficiently. He's not gonna turn the ball over. And Miami has consistently had elite offenses in the playoffs, so I know that if he is my number one. I'm pretty straight. You know what I'm saying? I know if Giannis is my number one, I'm pretty straight. I know if Tatum is my number one, I'm pretty fucking straight. So why? I don't know if I'm straight if <coughs> Joel Embiid is my number one in the playoffs. Because I don't know if he can, you know, see he's got four defenders, with, you know, with two feet in the paint and make the right fucking play. And not think, okay, oh, this is, this is... They got four on me. That means they want me to score. <laughs> no, nigga, fucking pass. <laughs> I was watching. I was watching it. And this nigga took it coast to coast. Uh, Tatum and Smart at, above the break. This nigga at the free throw line. Dribble, dribble. Smart comes crashing down, and, and instead of uh, instead of passing it to the open man because he had Maxi in the corner, Derek White was shooting down. He's gonna pass it to Maxi, and you know Maxi wants a three, four, forty. This nigga quick as lightning. You know he can shoot. You know Derek White's gonna come at him. If you get the if you get that ball to him, Derek White's gonna come at him hard. And it's either gonna be free throws or a fucking, you know, the defense is gonna shift. That's good, that's good basketball. That's good basketball. Instead, this nigga just says, nope. <coughs> it's my turn. Smart just comes crashing down. Swipes once, grabs the ball, two points the other way, man. That's that's not it, man. That's not it. I don't like that. And this is the guy who's supposed to be the MVP. 
I'm not trying to hate or nothing. It's just this is what I see people say. This guy's the most dominant force. He's the best basketball player in the world. He should have two MVPs, and that's not that's not the play MVPs make. I watched this. I, I've seen the uh, I've seen Giannis. So that was a play that Giannis would make maybe in 2018, 2019, 2020, when you could play when you could legit build a wall versus Giannis, and he didn't really have the counter. Now this nigga so. If you remember game one of the second round last year, the Celtics kind of played that way against him. And it fucking did not work, man. He, he didn't have a really great score tonight, but he picked them apart with his with his passing. That wasn't the case, you know, four or five years ago. You couldn't, you know, you could play that defense on him now. You can't play a defense on him. You could play that defense on him in 2018, 2019, 2020. You can't play that same defense on Giannis no more. He's going to pick you apart with his passing. So you kind of have to... You have to play in one-on-one. Excuse me, sorry. Uh, even Udoka, I remember he needed Tatum and he needed Brown to be more solid on those matches because he did not want to double Giannis. He knew that if he doubled Giannis, shooters around him, he's gonna find the right man and make the right play, and they're gonna get they're gonna get threes. Straight up. The best players in the league, they know two gets on me, I have an open guy. So logic states, let me find the open man and make the right fucking play. So that's just that's my spiel on on the Sixers or whatever. A uh, little less sold on Harden. That's the way they look versus us without Rob. I'm not really sold on them being able to beat us in the playoff series at all. Straight up, yeah, they're gonna maybe get more confidence or whatever. But I just don't see what I don't see the. With, with Rob, I don't see the path. Sorry. Sorry, don't see it. Uh, they played Milwaukee in a bit. I'm actually pretty excited to see that one. Uh, not really sure what I can take from it. No Milton, but, you know, Freak's going to come at him. But, yeah, uh, let's talk more about the Celtics, because this is a Celtics podcast, not a Sixers podcast. Celtics really fucking good, man. <laughs> like I said, they did everything I wanted to see from them. Um, Grant. Shout out Grant. Uh, he did what I needed to see from him. Not do that eighty, not do that like eighty more times, and in the playoffs, and you're gonna get your money, dog. He hit contested. You know, he you ran guys off. He sorry, sorry. Excuse me, I can't fucking talk. <laughs> so what he did was what I needed to see from him, and what I'm assuming Brad needed to see from him before he gave him he gave him you know 15, 17, whatever the mid in the mid teens money is. Can you hit shots on the move? Meaning, you know, guy flying at you, pump fake, sidestep. All right, hit hit a couple of those. Can you uh, attack off the closeout and finish? Yep, he got that. So yeah, that's really that's really what you need to do. So last year they said, can you fucking make open jumpers, man? We don't know if you can make open jumpers. We're leaving your ass open. And he said, all right, bet. And he hit and he hit open fucking jumpers. But now you're so now the rep on you is you're a forty percent shooter. You gotta you're gonna get fucking hard ass closeouts, now, nigga. You're not gonna get those <laughs> you know soft closeouts. Niggas are gonna come at you <laughs> like you're Duncan Robinson now. So what you, what what can you do now? Can you do more? And if you can't, you're gonna see you're you're gonna see him you know get that ten million because he's still a great defender, still knows what to do, he can still hit open shots at a high rate, but. You, you know, if teams can still, you know, 
Brown Tatum without getting fucking hurt. And not really, you know, have these soft ass clothes and and switch and all that kind of shit, then you know, you're not gonna get that 20 mil, you're not gonna get that 15 mil. But he, you know, 100 percent from the field, I I, I I really like what I saw from him. And I also want to give a big shout out to biggest addition in basketball, Malcolm Brogdon. Sorry, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Malcolm was perfect. Malcolm did everything I thought he was going to do. I compared him uh, on Twitter. I said, you know, he seemed like, it seemed like Dennis Schroeder was kind of like the beta test for Malcolm. And, and really, I, I really do think that. I do think that. So I was pretty, I mean, I wasn't like over the moon about what Dennis brought to, brought to the team last year. But he brought something, you know. I, I see a lot of people saying, like, oh, he was such a bad player, blah, blah, blah. He sucked. And, you know, I mean, uh, I disagree. Was he perfect? Of course not. But I do think last year, uh, before they got Derek White, there was a bit of, uh, we need someone who can kind of bring some off-the-dribble juice who isn't, you know, Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum. And he did that. He won us a few games, helped keep the offense somewhat afloat, and the team was kind of floundering, and, and I appreciated that. I think the tight fit was just a little better, and I think, uh, you know, Derek White, it, you, you wouldn't be able to keep White and Schroeder on the same team. But anyway, I, I think, you know, Brad Stevens saw that and was like, okay, I can go and get uh, Dennis Schroeder, but this nigga doesn't hold the ball. This guy just, <laughs> if he gets the ball, it's Catch, go, catch, shoot. You know, he's a .5 guy, like Derek, like Derek White. Triple pass shooting, .5 seconds, man. If you do one of those, if you do one of those three things on this team, you do it at a good level. Sky is the limit for this team. They had Doc Rivers had Melton pressing Brogdon the entire game. Didn't fucking matter, man. Didn't fucking matter. You can press all you want, man. Press away, man. This guy. This guy cooked him in the fourth once. He cooked him again uh, early in the first. Man, he was cooking things left and right, man. He cooked Beard once, and I was just like, oh, bro, you look like you're 36 right now. Beard, you're 33, so you should have put up a little bit more of a fight than, than what you did right there. But Malcolm was good. He generates a lot of speed off, you know, off the catch, man. He must be strong. He, he, he got really strong lower body strength, you can tell. Because... I don't see many guys who can kind of. A lot of guys, you got to get that little runway, but he he caught it in the he caught it in the corner and just was at the rim in two seconds. Man, he is a powerful, powerful driver. Like, this is really, really going to unlock a lot in this offense, and I think this is what this is what we needed uh, in the finals. This is what you know, the team is gonna, this team this team is going to be really hard to stop offensively. I think people, you know, see the Rob absence and be like, oh, shit, how are they going to fucking defend? And, yeah, there's a missing element to the defense. Uh, but I, I think we can, you know, I think they've shown in the past that they can survive and even be elite, you know, without Rob. As much as I, lo- as much as I love Rob, to me, he's more of a ceiling guy than a floor guy. I mean, let's let's face it. We've, we've seen this team made multiple runs here and Rob has only been the starter for last year. He was you know what I'm saying? Like it 
to me, he's not an essential piece. I'm not going to say he's not an important piece, but he's not an essential piece, meaning we can be great without him. He makes us greater, of course, but they can be great without him. And I think that that kind of gets lost in the shuffle here. I think there's more context than just, oh, they're missing their starting center. How, they gonna, how can they possibly be good? This is a guy that, you know, made them the best team or whatever. To me, to me, I just, I, I, I think, he adds, yeah, he, so, yeah, so, my thing is, he, he makes it so that we can be, by far, the best team in the league, and without him, I think we can be a pretty solid top three, so, to me, I think that's pretty, pretty solid, Noah and Blake, all they gotta fucking do is tie their fucking shoes, don't get in Tatum, don't get in Tatum or Jaden's way, move the ball, and play some good defense. That's all you gotta fucking do. I've seen these guys make a conference finals run with fucking Ennis Cantor on their roster. We think they need <laughs> Rob Williams to win to win some games? No. No. What the fuck? <laughs> like, that's my thing. How how many fucking times do we have to have this conversation about oh can these guys win? Like, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> I saw one guy. I'm not gonna put him on blast because I respect his work. I, I, he was a really good writer. He doesn't really write anymore. I'm not gonna put him on blast or nothing. But he said, "Oh, this is Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum's time to be leaders." Like, nigga, what are you talking about? <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? What have they been fucking doing for the last since they not even the last since they got in the fucking league? What have they been doing? This is basketball, man. They've been. Fucking hooping at a high level, man. They got it. They know what to do. This is this is this isn't you know they're not new to this, bro. They're fucking true to this. <laughs> they they know this, man. They know how to win. That's that's my that's my you know that's my thing. I don't care about leadership or whatever. Do you know how to win basketball game? Do you know what it takes to win high level, high pressure games? Can you do? It? Can you prove? Can you prove to me that you can do it six? Uh, sorry, consistently. That's my thing. People piss me off, man. <laughs> Get pissed off, man. It's fucking like, come on. What are we talking about? Watch the fucking games, man. Like, what are we talking about? Anyway, they got, they got Miami next. Uh, Miami, man. They lost to fucking Chicago. They lost to Chicago without Zach. I'm, listen, I, I went on a whole rant saying I'm pretty high on Miami. I still, I'm always going to be high on Miami when they have Jimmy and they have Bo and they have Bam. Obviously, they had, they're without Vic. They lost PJ. So that, that kind of dings their defensive versatility. It's only the first game. It's only the first game. There's no real, you know, you don't hit the panic button on, on, on these teams that, to me, that have proven it. Other teams that haven't proven it, I hit the panic button, but I'm, Keep an eye on you, like Philly. Keep an eye on you. <laughs> and see, that's the, that to me is a difference between Biocore that's proven it. Uh, I know, okay, I know in April and May, I know what I'm getting. I don't care about October. If I don't have, if I don't have that, you know, trust in you that I know what I'm getting April and May, I'm going to be a little worried about what I see in October because you don't have that equity to me, you know? Miami, I, I have, they have equity, so... How they start is 
might be concerning because, you know, trends do matter. And this is a new team. They have lost pieces. They have injuries. All that matters and whatever. But end of the day, I know what I'm getting out of Jimmy. And I know, I know, I know what Spo brings to the table as far as coaching does. Not uh, coaching, you know, matters or whatever. But he brings some real fucking value in a, in, a, in a playoff series and in the regular season. And let's quickly talk about Joe. Oh, I was talking about Miami. We're playing Miami. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'd be a little concerned about that matchup from Miami fan. They got they got picked. DeRozan picked him apart. He picked Harrell like a fucking. He's picking some shit out of his teeth, man. <laughs> and, and Tatum's gonna do the same fucking thing. JB's gonna do the same fucking thing. Malcolm's gonna do the same fucking thing. So I, I think they're gonna. I think that game uh, should be. That should be a one. That's how it's win. That should be a one they win. Uh, let's go back there and get another W. Uh, I see Joe get two and zero. Very happy with what I saw from him. Uh, don't want to see more. I don't want to see too much of you know no Jalen or or Jason. But hey, it worked. So I, I'm a, I'm a fan of this of Black Brad and uh, experimenting and throwing shit out the wall. So let's go. Let's go. Let's go get another dub. Uh, thanks for listening. If you listen, uh, if you're not listening, then you can't hear this. So it doesn't matter what I say to you, but please listen. <laughs> All right. I'm out.